Welcome to Amity Rose, the podcast. I'm your host, Amity Rose, a certified hypnotherapist and transformation coach here in Los Angeles. Here we will dive deep into topics like self-love, self-mastery, shadow work, and reprogramming the subconscious. This podcast is for the woman who is on a self-healing journey and is looking to embody her most powerful self. Here you will find spiritual and energetic tools so you can understand and fully integrate your human experience with your spiritual nature. I am always on the healing journey with you. Thank you for being here. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I know that you are a nurse turned holistic coach, which is such an exciting thing to see. But if you want to just give us a little bit of background and your intro, go ahead. Yeah, for sure. So I am Molly Rasnan, Molly Rasnan on Instagram. Um, And I started out my career as a trauma nurse. I was a travel trauma nurse for four and a half years. And through that experience, I just started to witness and understand like the length and depth of human suffering and that people were not equipped with the knowledge they needed to take care of themselves, that they were not being taught how deeply like the stress of our society was affecting them. And I myself fell into anxiety and depression, feeling like I couldn't help people heal to the depth that I wanted to help them heal. Um, So through that experience, through my own anxiety, through my own depression, I turned to yoga and that like sparked my spiritual awakening. (laughs) Um, I became a 500 hour trained yoga teacher. I became a certified transformative nurse coach, which takes a holistic approach to um, coaching, to helping people move through their their ailments. And I mean, it, it's anything from the body to the mind to finances, relationships, mental, emotional well-being. Um, so I've kind of taken all of that and turned it into my own mix of transformational coaching, where um I pretty much provide services that help people understand their mind and body through the nervous system and spirituality. That was so beautiful. (laughs) So beautiful. And the trauma nurse piece, how did you come to that? I mean, that's a unique, you know, the nurses that I know, right. They work in hospitals or the ER, but the traveling piece is unique, I think. And then also the trauma. So is that like abrupt, immediate trauma? Like you traveled to that? So I began my career in a level one trauma center. So it's ER nursing, emergency room nursing, but I specialize Mm -hmm. in trauma. So I would travel around to hospitals that were trauma centers because not every hospital has a trauma component. Um, So yeah, like direct trauma, a a lot of um, like traumatic injuries, car accidents, that sort of thing. Um, And then I got into traveling just uh, when I started to feel that, like, I don't feel like I'm in the right place. I need to go and do something different. That's when I got into the traveling. Cause I thought that that was going to be the thing that helped me like fall deeper in love with nursing. And it just helped me in a roundabout way, continue on the path that I'm on now. Yeah. And then how is your nervous system always been equipped to run that kind of traumatic energy through it? Like, do you feel like that was something that you had to like work into or were you kind of like made to hold that big energy? So I feel like it's something that you don't realize you're getting yourself into by becoming a nurse in general. Like it's not really taught in nursing school. And then to be in 
the emergency room situation and the trauma situation on top of that, I feel like that's what led to my own anxiety and depression because I wasn't mm. taught how to handle that. I did like, it was just like dealing with traumatic event after traumatic event after traumatic event and never knowing ways to check in with or recalibrate my own nervous system. So I was just carrying that around for years. Yeah. When you were speaking, like I just felt that heaviness and if you're not equipped to handle that, I mean, that's a problem. That's going to be really problematic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately in I mean, in the nursing world, in Western medicine, it's just not at the forefront. Like they don't really use it or know any better, but this is just clicking in for me right now as we're having this conversation that it would be so useful to have programs and education and nervous system recalibration in those sort of situations for the people on the staff. Because I mean, that's essentially what drove me out of the career is that my my body, my mind, my nervous system, I couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah. I wonder if that's maybe something that you just being in the field, you know, if that's something that you could maybe help get started, like, cause our system could actually use like just such revolutionary change. We do a lot of things well in Western medicine, but so many pieces are lacking like the mind body connection, right. Or the energetics. Like if so, if you and I, and women in this community, if we can be part of the conversation of like bringing what our specialty and mastery is into that world, I mean, it will just serve people on such a phenomenal level. A hundred percent. And I think we are on this like forefront and brink of that having to happen, even though there's like pushback, I think from the status quo of how things just operate. I mean, and Western medicine is a very uh, reactive medicine. It's not preventative. It's not precautionary. It's like acting on the trauma and all of the stuff that we have caused on our bodies over the span of years. So to be at this brink of like, it needs to happen out of necessity. Like there, right. there's, not, there's only so much, they can keep coming up with medications. They can keep coming up with different, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like solutions to these problems that are manifesting because people aren't educated on how to prevent them and ad- adequately take care of themselves before it all happens. And you see it in, even in with the people who work in Western medicine, like their levels of stress, anxiety, depression, needing to be on medications, not taking care of themselves through movement and food and that sort of thing. Like it's running rampant, even through the people who are working within the healthcare system. Mm. Now, do you, in your practice, do you, do you serve specifically nurses or are you just open to men and women or like what kind of, who's your target dream audience with given your background? Yeah. Um, I do not just specifically serve nurses, but sitting here having this conversation, I'm like, I think we need to create something for nurses because seriously, Molly, that they need, like whether or not they know they need it or they, they don't know that they needed it. It's something that would have been so useful for me when I was in that space. And to be able to bring it live into a hospital setting and offer it to nurses would be like this beautiful kind of full circle moment for me. Um, but as of right now, I don't have, I don't like niche down that hard. I'm like anybody who's open to going in and doing that healing work. I do speak primarily towards women because I am a woman and like my life experiences are in being a woman. So it feels a little bit easier to help, um, women through their like mental, emotional mind, body connection, um, than it does for men, but I'm not closed off to working with them either. It just hasn't happened for me yet. 
Yeah. My audience is primarily women and no, it's a hundred percent women. Not primarily. It is women. Um, and I don't, I don't niche down either. Like it's just moms or it's just entrepreneurs or it's just right. Like I just keep it. It's women, women that want and are ready to do the work. Right. It doesn't yeah. matter where you kind of come from, but I do think like you being a nurse, you have an authority. Whereas if like I came into a hospital, right. With my hypnosis and my hypnotherapy background and stuff, like it's going to resonate so much deeper with you being a trauma nurse and your experience, you know, they're going to relate to you and they're going to listen. And those seeds are going to go deeper than if like someone who came in that didn't have the background that you did. I think it like, there's something really powerful here. Yeah. hundred percent. And like, you just sparked to that. I'm having a full on download of all the things that I could put together in order to offer that forward to women who are in the place where I was a, a, a couple of years ago. Um, and it's so interesting for that to come up. Cause when you ask me like who my audience is, whenever I've been asked that question, I'm like, it's me. It's me a year and a half ago when I was Thank like, you. <laughs> I didn't know what, what direction to go in or where to turn for help. So it's just me. Like I want to help myself through the process that I've walked myself through and through the process that I have reached out to and leaned on so many incredible healers and mentors to get me to where I am now. I love that you said that. I was actually creating a TikTok video this morning and I was like, this exact lesson is something I I'm talking to myself. Yeah. I'm sharing it with my audience. Right. But this whole thing that I just spoke on and taught on like, this is for me. Yeah. And I, I love that you said that because I feel the same way. Like it's something I choose to share, right? Let's go on this journey together. I'm all about collaborative effort. We might be a few steps ahead of other people, but this is very much a collaborative journey, like just as a human being, you know? Yeah. yeah. So let's share. hundred percent. And that's how I base all of what I like any, any program, any space that I create, anything that I offer out into the world to invite women in is because of, I know the depth of healing I have gotten from be- sitting in a circle of women and being like, this is my story or listening to their story and feeling that knowing of like, I so deeply connect with what you're feeling and what you're going through right now. And like me too. And just that process alone of seeing that we're not alone and that other people have just as much stuff going on within them as we do is like, so healing in and of itself. And what I'm going to ask you like who your kind of favorite coaches and mentors are like on, on the journey, but the ones that I have, and it's one of the greatest things they do that I appreciate. And I also do this myself because I value it so highly is they show you the entire journey. Like women will pop into our experience, right? But they might have already found some success, right? So they have a large audience or they've been in business five or six years or whatever. So you, you catch them on their timeline at that point. And you don't get to see much of like how they got there. Like I'm the type of girl, if I find you, I will scroll all the way back to the beginning and I will look at your first post and I will watch your evolution or your, your YouTube or your whatever. Right. But I will go back because it's so important for me to like watch a woman's journey Yeah. because then they're relatable. Then I can see like, what did they do? I like to study patterns too. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to watch for like what, you know, what happened on the journey, but like women that show us that like, this is what I did to get here. This was me three years ago. This was me 10 years ago. This is the lessons I need to learn. Like when we see like full transparency, like that is just makes my heart sing because I feel like it just opens every woman to like see themselves in us rather than if I just show up in my millionaire status and my empire and all that, like there's such a disconnect from a woman at the beginning of her journey where I am. Yeah. And I feel like 
through you saying that I'm having this thought process of how important it is to have women showing up at every step of the journey, right? Because it, I've had those moments. I am a new entrepreneur. I came from a world of clocking in, clocking out, like mm -hmm. having that steady, steady paycheck. So I love showing my entire journey of like the highs, the lows, everything that I'm moving through in my awakening and freeing myself and creating this life that I truly desire. And I think it's so important for women to be showing up in every step because there's always going to be a woman who's a step behind you that's looking to you for like, oh, if she can do that, she took that step, I can too. And you're right, that disconnect between I am super, super inspired by the multi-million dollar woman, it like working in spirituality, creating an empire, like that is such a beautiful thing to aim for and to see yeah. that that's a possibility and to mm -hmm. see more and more and more of them popping up. But um, it's just making me think of how important it is for women to see women at your stage, at my stage, at however, like 10,000 followers, however, like wherever we are at in our journey, we're there for a specific person to see us and know that it's possible for them too. Yeah. And very much, I like to like bring back um, reminders, right? Cause we're advancing each year, but like, you know, let me, let me show you where I was last year. Mm -hmm. Let me show you where I was two years ago. Like, here's a post, here's my mindset, here's this. So like women can see like that transparency. I find like so much value in it. And I just appreciate when other women share that. So tell me who are your, like, who do you work with? Who do you follow? Like, who's your mentorship made up of? Yeah. So, um, my first, I mean, I have two very near and dear yoga instructors, um, one of them is Jane Irvine. Her name is She Moves on Instagram. Um, and she is the heart and soul of yoga, like knows the ins and outs of all of the philosophy. And I was so blessed for that to be my 200 hour teacher training because you do see people who don't have that same experience. You see people go through it and they learn like the like textbook, like how to show people how to do yoga, but not like the deep, deep transformation that can come from it. And I'm so grateful for that experience with her. Um, and then I have a beautiful hypnotherapist that I work with. Her name is Diana. Um, I think it's like Diana herself or something on Instagram. Um, and that's been deep, like inner healing work for me to work with a hypnotherapist. So I was so excited to jump on here with you because I know like the transformation that comes from the work that you do. Um, and then as far as women in, in the online space, I'm currently working with um, Echo Summer Hill, who is one of these like big, massive spiritual leaders in the space. Um, Hold on, that name, Echo Summer Hill, that's, I mean, just the name is fantastic. Right. I can't and even imagine like what that brings with it because <laughs> it's power. It's power. Yeah. <laughs> conversation with her. I feel like I am fully, fully, fully transformed. Um, I have worked with uh, Jen Kennedy, who is like a massive money mindset mentor, yeah. a huge inspiration to me in that space. Um, my current business mentor is Ash McDonald, and she's a holistic business coach. Um, and the beautiful thing about all of it is like, I found each and every one of them in this like very holistic manner too. Like, it wasn't like I went on a hunt for like, I need to find a holistic business coach. They just kind of showed up in my space through different friends or friends of friends, um, so I would say those are probably my top 
three or four. And I had a really beautiful uh, consciousness counts- counselor also that I was working with for a little while, um, who was also an ER nurse, went through the whole thing, worked in ERs for seven years in New York, which is also where I'm from. So we had like a very similar path. Um, and her name is Dana, but I need to look up what her name is on Instagram because I don't know it off the top of my head. That's, I found that like, we're a very small circle, like a few of them. I'm going to go look up Echo Summer Hill because I mean, <laughs> that name is just so badass, right? Yeah. Um, and then she moves and then Diana herself, like, cause hypnotherapists, I've had a few, like I have friends that are hypnotherapists, right? Cause just my community. And then, um, they're my favorite people to talk to because yeah. we just instantly drop into the deepest level of conversation. Because yeah. when you're trained in this way, when you think this way, and then if that's how you serve women this way, like we just go to the deep. And so like, I love, love, love talking to other women that are hypnotherapists. That um, last mentor that I brought up, I just want to be able to make sure I shout out her name. Yeah. <laughs> the light of day on Instagram. And um, she really, 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 really helped me through like the very beginning of my awakening when I was just like really confused and like couldn't like process fully what was going on. I just typed it into the chat too because it's like put together a little bit weird. Um, But um, yeah, I mean, that hypnotherapy is another level. And again, like as with everything that I have come across in this space, it was like, I didn't even know what I was looking for when I found it. So my hypnotherapist ended up being a piece of my 200 hour yoga teacher training. They brought her in and she did a group hypnotherapy on all of us. And I had such a deep release where like I started bawling, crying and like had no idea what, what it was that I was letting go of. Like, and this whole group of women got to like come around me and hold me and like hold space for me. And that was my first almost like an initiation into how deep these spaces and containers and processes can be. That's incredible. Is that how you met Diana? She was the one that facilitated the group hypnosis. Yep. That's how I met her. That was two, it'll be two years ago in July. And then she has a beautiful healing center here on Long Island. It's called LNL holistic healing. Um, and they have hypnotherapy, Reiki, acupuncture, massage, uh, the whole nine. And I just started going in and working with her here and there. And then we formed a friendship and now we go on girl dates once a week with each other. (laughs) That's the best. That's the best. Yeah. It's my favorite way to like form friendships these days is just like, you have this beautiful thing to share and I would love to experience it. And then, I mean, when you go that deep with somebody over and over and over again, you get to know the ins and outs of who, who they are. And now, yeah, just became like very quick soul sisters. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I tell anyone that will listen, I was like, first off, I'm part of the conversation of, of changing like the taboo around hypnotherapy. Cause a lot of women, a lot of people have this like misconception of what it is. So I will talk to anyone who will listen. Like, it is not what you think. Like it Mm -hmm. is your healing is like, and a lot of people are already doing it. They don't know it. Like I, before I went to hypnotherapy college, like I was already using hypnosis in my own healing and transformation. And then when I learned like, oh, that's what I've been doing. And then I got educated and certified and all that in it, but it's a sacred, holy space. Yeah. Like when I when you're literally, someone shows up and you're taking them like to the deepest recesses of themselves 
And like, there's no, in my mind, there's no more sacred work on the planet than like holding a woman mm-hmm. and taking her deep within it. Right. Cause it's just a guide. We're just simply a guide. Right. But she's the one going on the journey. And it was like, I, I'm like a holy woman simply yeah. because of like what the job that we facilitate. Right. And then the healings and the transformation that come with that, like is the joy of my life to watch a woman. Yeah. You know, I'm sure Diana feels that way about you. Such an incredible transformation. And also, I mean, with my experience with it, you go in and you, you never know what you're going to get out of it. Like the first time you said, there's this misconception. I guess I had been prefaced with the experience that I had on the yoga teacher training. So I did my one-on-one session thinking she was going to like hold a clock in front of my eyes, and like snap her fingers. And I was going to like completely lose. Consciousness. Right. That's what a lot of people think. Like when I told uh-huh. my mom that I was going to a hypnotherapist, she's like, that sounds terrifying. Right. <laughs> I'm like, it's really, really not. But I, even the first time I went in for my own one-on-one session, I was like, I don't really know why I'm here, but I just like know that I'm here for something. And we just got into conversation and the exact conversation that needed to happen is what led us on the journey of exactly what I needed to release. And that was one of my first experiences of how deep and transformative this spiritual somatic mind body connection can be. And like, even if you come in, like the conscious mind didn't know what it, what it was there for, but your subconscious knew. Yeah. You know, that's the other piece. Like we, people don't understand, like you've got two two different parts of your mind functioning at the same time. So you may not think, right. You know, what's happening or what's going on. It's like, but the greater part of your mind always does. Yep. You know? Yeah. I'm so excited that you have a hypnotherapist. Like that just makes my day. Makes my day. (laughs) It's part of a woman's healing journey. I feel like if you're not addressing like the subconscious piece, right. You could be eating, right. You could be journaling. You could be like studying manifestation or, you know, whatever your healing journey is like, but if women are not addressing that, Mm-hmm. right? That deep inner mind piece. You're not really going to get that like full transformation piece. So I feel like I'm like, I'm part of a woman's puzzle 100%. to her, her transformation and healing, right? That, yeah. that little piece re- that you need. I refer everyone I can to her and her services. And I even feel that from like my stance of being a transformational coach, me going through those processes and having those healings and going that deep into my own subconscious mind has helped me acquire even deeper skills that I need to ask the questions to help people access those parts of their mind. Cause I mean, I'm not a hypnotherapist. I am trained in like deep meditation and taking people on those sorts of journeys into their subconscious mind. Um, but through my own healing and through like embodying that type of healing work and going through it and experiencing it time and time again, it helped me solidify and embody how important all the pieces of the puzzle are, right? Like you don't just need a mentor. You don't just need a Reiki practitioner. You don't just need a yoga teacher or a hypnotherapist. It's like all, if I love like going around and just like collecting people, my like healing team, we're like depending on the day or the process or what is going on astrologically. I'm like, I need you today. hundred percent. I have the same, I've got eight to 10 people on my like healing team from like colon hydrotherapy to acupuncture, to chiropractic, to, to energy, to Reiki, to my hypnotherapist. Like I've got a whole team, right? Because you're a multidimensional being, there isn't like a one size fits all. And like you said, depending on like where you're at, 
is, you know, which of your contacts that you connect. But I think also that any good leader or teacher, including myself, like I see my clients and I, I teach them what I know. And I, I'm sure Diana did this, like you equipped your clients so that they can do this work themselves. And then ultimately what Diana walked you through and taught you, you're now, you know, certification or not, but you have the skill set, you have the experience to bring that to your clients. Like any good leader or teacher does that. Like they teach you the whole, like teach them to fish, right. And they can eat for their lifetime. Like that's the idea is like, we empower women. Like, let me teach you a little bit of skills and techniques. And then now you're set for the rest of your life to do this sacred inner work yourself and come back for a tune up or what, you know, if you hit a block, but ultimately the idea is like to empower them. And then that trickles out into family, into community, into clients, into that. And like, that's how we change the world. Like one minute at a time. A hundred percent. I talk to my clients about it all the time of like this tool belt. Like you are being offered a tool belt of all of these different tools that you can pick and choose. I just made a reel about it this morning about how very often I'll have women come like start out in my world and they're like, I want to deepen my spirituality or explore more of my spirituality, but like, how, what does that look like? And I'm like, are you ready? Cause it can look like <laughs> a lot of different things. Like it doesn't have to be sitting in meditation for an hour and a half a day. It doesn't have to be journaling 10 pages a day. It doesn't have to be any one thing. And I'm like, once you start diving in and like using all of the tools, yes, meditation, journaling, pulling cards, breath work. But I mean, even just the act of like dancing, cooking yourself a nutritious meal, like putting your feet in the freaking grass, like all of these things, you just get to collect throughout your different experiences with different people. And then you just have them to access at any point. And like you just said, that, that ripple effect has been one of the pieces of this journey that blows my mind. Like time and time again, anytime I get myself caught up in like the very humanness of building a business, right? Like the fear around clients or money or anything, I get to have one conversation with a single person in my DMs about something that they're going through, shoot them one little switch in perspective. And like that right there is the ripple effect. Like they were able to change their perspective and now they get to offer that perspective to somebody in their life. And then it just like continues on from there. And I get reminded of this on a daily basis that like the work that we do as like work is just like life. It's just living life and like offering your heart and your experiences and what you know can serve people everywhere you go. Like it's not just in the container of a coaching conversation or a hypnotherapy session. It's in everything that you do. And who you be. Yeah. You know, and how you show up is far more valuable. Like who I be is, and then the calibration, like for a woman to like come into your field you hold a steady vibration, right? She has to calibrate, right? Or she'll fall away. Yeah. So it's like that too, like, and that without you even speaking, right? You just have have raised your energy to a point where like, oh, for a woman to be a match to you, she's got to rise. And then, you know, you guys rise together, but it's, it's just so powerful. I'm obsessed with like women and empowering them. Yeah. And collaborating and like, we lift the whole world. Yeah. And then we all come to it with like our unique skill set and viewpoint and background, right? Even if you and I went to the same school, got the same certificates, right? I also have 500 hours of training in yoga. Like I'm a forever student. I will always be in something. So like my diploma, my, it's a, because I love to learn. 
And, but we're going to be, we're going to come to it just by having experienced life very differently and having different perspectives, you know, and like, that's where the value is. It's not necessarily in the education, but our gifting and our interpretation and, and how we choose to express, right? You and I can make the same reel. It'd be right. vastly different and connect right. with vastly different people because of our energetic imprint, right? Yep. And our, you know? our, our background, the things we've been through, our story that's gotten us to where we are today. And like every single story matters. Every single story is going to resonate differently with different people. That's why I like everybody who is called to this sort of work, every hypnotherapist, every teacher, every mentor, everybody is like you're needed and there's space because there's going to be people who resonate most deeply that like, yes, they're looking for a hypnotherapist, but maybe it's like you specifically and your energetic field and your knowledge, your background, how you were brought up that you can connect to them on a deeper level than someone else could with the same exact certificate. And I love that you brought that up because I say that all the time. I think I actually even have a reel about it on my Instagram of like, yes, I am a registered nurse. I am a certified transformational nurse coach. I have all of these certifications, certifications in yoga. And I am again, also a forever student. Like I probably over-enroll myself. In right. I just, I gotta like back. I'm like, wait a minute. I can't, I don't have space for that. <laughs> yeah. But I say all the time, like, it's not my certifications that gave me the space and capacity to be able to do what I do. And there are plenty of beautiful, very deeply healing women that I have learned from that never got any sort of certification. And that's fine too. And it's like this unlearning that we need to get this piece of paper that says we're allowed to do this thing that we want to do. And that's what's so like beautiful about this space that we get to work in is that like you gain your experience in what you're able to teach and offer through living. And I, I think experience is hands down a thousand times more credible. I do think there are certain fields that like, you know, a certification is a good idea, right? Like nursing, yeah. <laughs> you probably want to be, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. But like in a mentorship situation or something like that, like a woman who's done it, she can teach all day long. She's a woman right. who's done it. That's yeah. powerful, right? No education, no formal, nothing, but like it's life experience. And I like that we're, at least in our industry, we're getting away from that like formal education requirement. You'll still see some of the certifications, but again, like a yoga certification, I do agree that like you should be trained to teach yoga. Yeah. You know, (laughs) it's a good idea. Yeah. Like when there, anytime there's like hands on, like you are maneuvering somebody's body or teaching them to move it in some sort of way or anything like that. Like, yes, certifications serve a purpose and they're there for a reason. I totally agree. But um, I just love that, like how you said, a mentor, like a men- you, you choose a mentor through their life experience and their, like you also said, their energetic calibration, which is another thing that like when you first enter this world, you're like, okay, but what? when they're like, money is just an energetic exchange or like, you're just asking, like you're, you're just an exchange of energy. And for the longest time, I'm like, yeah, okay. I understand that up here. But now I'm like, oh my God, I'm actually like, I'm gaining higher energetic frequency by spending time in your space. And then that allows me to hold more people in my space at that same frequency. And it's just, it's a concept that's like in your head is a little bit hard to grasp onto, but the more you like reach for learning about it and gaining experiences that allow you to embody it. Once you get there and it clicks, it's like, oh, 
oh, I get to offer them my frequency. And like, yeah. that's what matters. That is what matters here. Elevating their frequency out of that fear, out of that pain, that anxiety, that guilt, doubt, doubt, self-sabotage. Like it's so important and so magical. <laughs> yeah. Cause once we, once we calibrate, we enter into normalization. It's not something you have to try to do, right? You've calibrated like that, that part's done. So having it be normalized is like where you can sit at that. But I found that like for a lot of women certifications, they give us authority. And what Mm -hmm. I found on the women who, who just don't have a certification, they've given their self authority. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you have these two examples of women who were given authority. They were granted authority with a certificate, with a training and a piece of paper or women that certified themselves. Yeah. You know, and that is powerful, right? Cause yeah. that shows other women, like you can fucking authoritize yourself. Yeah. Like you don't need anybody to tell you how important your life experience is or how powerful it is or how much you are going to, or not going to be able to transform another human being through your beingness. And like, what? <laughs> like if I could have learned back when I was in my early twenties, that by stepping into my own being and my feminine power and finding deeply out who I am and what I'm here to do that power like and I love I love working with women in their like early to mid 20s which is where I feel like I got really lost as a woman as a woman and like started going off in all these different directions and looking for validation outside of myself and like really losing that connection to myself so like I love the space to be able to work with women in that that age group. And I think it's such a beautiful thing that as our, I mean, I don't know how old you are. I'm just assuming I'm saying our generation of women like steps into this power that we get to continue to offer it to the generations after us. And that they, we get to lighten their load. Like you don't have to go through that initiation of having no idea who you are and looking for love in all the wrong places. And like not having that centered knowing within yourself that like, I've got me no matter what. I, I think mentorship is like the breath of a woman's journey. And I think if you look back at cultures or tribes and all that, there's always that. It just sometimes what's in the family, right? The grandma might be the mentor for the, Mm -hmm. but it was like seeing women, seeing them do it. Like I didn't believe some of the things were even possible. I knew I wanted them. I knew my desires. I knew my dreams, right? I've always huge visionary, but I needed these women to show me like in front of me, it's possible. Yep. You know, and I think that's where the mentorship is so powerful. Like when you can get in the space of a woman who's done it, mm-hmm. she teaches you how she's done it. She shares with you openly. And like you said, that the just being in the space, like I will just put on some of my mentors and teachers all day long, just even yeah. in the background, if I'm working, they're playing, I'm not consciously listening, but I know my subconscious is picking it all up. And that's the calibration to normalization. Like I've normalized a lot. And, but that's how we keep growing, right? There's a lot more I need to not need to, but want to, right? We're going big here over here, building an empire. So it's like that keep normalizing it. But these women, I just, they're so necessary. And like you, right? Just your presence for those early 20 ladies, Mm -hmm. just even knowing of you has an impact on them. You're a woman who's done it. Mm -hmm. And just by holding that space, even if you don't teach them anything, right? Yeah. just by being I by showing up. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's such a, it's such a 
a beautiful and like humbling place to be in too, because I love, I love getting into a conversation with someone like that, whether it be our first coaching call or our 10th coaching call. And like, we are equal. Like I, I am you, you are me. We have the same emotions, the same experiences. Yes. They might come in different shapes and flavors and colors, but like, I, I am here to just show you what I've been through, maybe just a step or two ahead of you. Like I am not above you. You are not below me. I am not giving you something that you can't access on your own. And I am adamant about like making sure that that is known. Like the power is within you. It's not me giving you something that you couldn't acquire otherwise. It's just us doing this life together and me being able to give you like the cheat codes that I'm able to access through my own learning, my own calibration, my own work with women who were in a higher energetic frequency than I was when I started. So let me ask, when you were shifting from nursing into the holistic coaching, what did you do? Cause that's a big jump, right? One's employee based, one's entrepreneur based that those are two different mindsets, right? What did you do to build belief in like, you have something to share people want your offer, like all of that, like I can be successful. This can work. Like what were your tools? Like, what did you use when you made that shift to actually, you know, find some success? Yeah. Um, the biggest piece and first thing that comes to mind, and I didn't always have it, is faith, faith. And like mm. that really embodied belief in yourself before anybody believes in you, which was a hard piece to come through because I am a recovering hundred percent external validation. Like I used to get all of my self-love, all of my confidence, all of it from other people telling me that like I was enough. Um, so definitely building that faith piece that like, how'd you, how'd you do that? Yeah. I'd say through my journey, I would have to say through investing in mentors and ending Mm. up in healing spaces and getting the proof, I guess, again, from outside of myself, but like seeing women who were not too, too far ahead of me doing it and having success and being able to speak to myself, like bring myself up is like, if they can do it, I can do it. And like, I have a passion for this and a desire. It's not something I just want to do because I want to make X amount of money. Yes. I want to be financially free. I want to be my own boss and I want to make my own hours. And I want that whole lifestyle, but I also have this deep, deep desire to help people holistically heal. So that why being my driving factor too, because anytime I've ever wavered, of like, can I do this? Like where, how is it all going to work out? It's when I was stressing about the money piece and the how to make it work. When I shifted over to the why and why I'm helping people and what I have to offer, the universe just showed up for me. And like, I know that's kind of hard to hear for people who are taking their first steps because I remember being there and like being so afraid to jump off the cliff. Like for for instance, I was a travel nurse and I would take large spans of time off in between my contracts. And it was a year ago in March, I finished a contract in San Diego and was going for my 300 hour yoga teacher training and still had like no idea what any of this was going to turn into. I just knew I needed to keep following it. And then I came home from that and worked the whole summer in like a holistic health office, which was great. But then I got trigger shy and I wavered and I got afraid of the money aspect. And I went back into travel nursing because of that process of working through my money fears of like, 
am I going to be enough? Can I do this for myself? Um, so I mean, my personal practice in sitting in meditation and doing my own healing work and journaling, um, I worked a lot at the time right before I like jumped ship from nursing with Jen Kennedy, who is an incredible business mentor. Um, and I just, I saw my, I saw myself in her story. Like she would talk about how not too many years ago, she was a teacher working paycheck to paycheck and in over her head and student loans and credit card debt and just like all of these things. And I was like, this is, this is me. And I saw myself sitting in the fear of that debt and the bills I had to pay. And like, would there ever be enough money? And how could I ever financially really make this happen? But by seeing another woman doing it just a few steps ahead of me and doing it in a big way, that gave me that external proof for myself until I could create the proof on my own. Um, Did you work with her privately or like through her programs or mastermind or? Just through her programs, like mini programs that I could afford at the time, whatever I could. Um, And that's where I started to learn. I didn't know it yet, but that concept of that energetic calibration, because anytime I was in a space of hers learning, I was like, yes, like on fire. Like I got this, I'm going to be a millionaire. Like I'm going to do this. I've got everything I need inside me. And then I would, the program would end and I would finish my integration work. And there would be like maybe a month of time that I wasn't doing anything mentorship wise. And I would feel myself falling back into that, that Mm. fear, that doubt, that uncertainty, that can I really do this? So something I do think is incredibly important. It's not necessarily always that there has to be this major investment, but that you are consistently putting yourself in spaces with women who are in that energetic vibration, whether it be, I mean, and these women offer free masterclasses once a, once a month. Like if that, if you can't afford the investment, there's so much out there for free. And I have found too, that like they put out valuable free stuff. Like I'm familiar, like what just, if you go to IG, some of them have, uh, you know, YouTube accounts, like you legit can sit in their energy for free yeah. until you generate enough cash really to get in the programs. But I have to speak to that. Like I, I second that hundred percent is the, the mentorship, even if it's free, mm-hmm. get in the realm of a woman who's done it and has created what you want. And Mm -hmm. that starts, right? The molecules moving around and like things shifting, right? And the beliefs kind of unwinding. Yeah. And then when you make the investment, I found that like I I signed up for a business uh, high-level mastermind for the next six months. It's a four-figure monthly investment. And I damn near like shit myself. Like that's a lot, right? A month. And it's a six-month commitment, right? But it was like, I knew, hey, Oh, my dog's barking. <laughs> I knew in like making that. Hey. I knew in making that commitment to myself, it wasn't even to her, to myself saying that like, I can do this. It's scary as hell, but I can do this. Like I grew monumentally in yeah. that moment. Yeah. And that's another thing that you, here in the space when you're like starting to dip your feet in the water that like when you make these big investments the universe will show up it's like the like bold the the universe responds to bold moves is something that Jen says right and in the beginning it can feel like 
are you saying that? Cause you're trying to convince me to buy something. I'm like, oh, believe me, I am a skeptic. Like I am not one to just believe in everything that is told to me. And like, I don't teach on anything I haven't personally experienced in my body. Like there's plenty of teachings that I'm super interested in that I have that haven't landed in my body yet. And I won't go there with people because until it's in my body and I have had an experience of like full realization of like, oh yes. Okay. Yes. All of these. Yeah. The integration. Yeah. Yeah. Then I, I won't teach on it. And that was a really hard one for me for a while. Like that investment piece that like when you invest, the universe will show up. And I wanted to, I forgot to mention her earlier. I also have done, I went on a beautiful, beautiful retreat to Costa Rica with um, Taylor Simpson. Who's another. Oh yeah. She's like a real sex goddess. Like she's got total goddess vibes going on. Bold, bold, bold. bold. And when I first started following her, she triggered the shit. I I think her boldness, like I was, I, I am maybe like a little shy, a little timid and going to her retreat was like a crazy up level for me. And like being around, she owns her sexuality, like no one I've seen. Yep. That being like completely unapologetic about who you are, whoever you are. It doesn't have to be that you're this like big, bold sex goddess. Like she is, and she owns it and it's beautiful, but whoever you are in whatever capacity you Mm. are that, like just that. Um, permission slip to like show up as her and that like it doesn't need to look like anybody else's but when I was her the investment into her um, retreat was big a four-figure investment monthly over quite a few months and when I was deciding whether or not to do it I like sat down with myself and had to have this conversation with myself and I was like if I say no to this I am saying that I do not have the power and the ability to generate this income within my business. So I'm saying yes to this because I'm saying yes to my ability to generate the income I need to pay this off. And because it's an experience that my soul is like, yes, I want this. I need this. It's time. And magical things happened. Like I've been able, I'm not going to say it's all been like daisies and easy. And it doesn't just mean that because you invest four figures that four figures automatically shows up for you like that. You do hear those stories too, as people begin to step into higher and higher energetic frequencies, but um, it's worked out. Like anytime that I've ever just like surrendered and like leaned back and did the things that felt good, the clients and the money and all of it, just like it shows up, it shows up. I had that mentor that I had mentioned, the consciousness counselor, um, Uh, light of day on Instagram. One of the first calls I ever had with her, I was talking to her about my money wounds and it like deep, 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 deep money wounds. Like I used to have a fear of losing everything and being homeless. That's how deep my money wounds ran. And she asked me the simplest question that completely changed the trajectory of like how I think about having enough. And I was talking about, I just have this deep fear of not having enough someday. And she was like, have you ever in your life not had enough and I was like nope like I've always had a roof over my head clothes on me food to eat and like I know that's not the situation for everybody in the world but she's like so then why are you creating this story for yourself that one day you might not because you creating that story in your head is what's going to create that in your reality if you decide to go down that path but like that doesn't have to be a part of your reality as long as you can just let it go and then from there on out I was like anytime I'm like in a space of struggle. I'm like clothes on, roof over my head, food in my mouth. Like we're good. Everything's good. (laughs) And I teach my, well, hold on. I want to tell you, I got chills 
when you talked about if you said no to Taylor's retreat and that investment, you were saying no to you. That's so powerful because that's exactly what was happening. Yeah. You weren't saying no to Taylor. You weren't saying no to the retreat. You were legit. We're saying no to you. I don't believe in you. It's not possible. Like what that communicates is so powerful. And the fact that like you pivoted and we're like, I'm all in. Yes. And then like, you know, what Jen and you say about the universe rewards, bold move, it couldn't be more true. And you got to experience that. Like, but I got full body chills as you were saying that. I love when that happens. I know. (laughs) It's that like, it's that knowing, right. Of like when somebody is speaking something that is a truth and like, you can feel that in your body. That's what I attribute when I get chills is like, yes, that's my body remembering that that's true. And that's real. And that that's accessible to me if I want it to be. Yeah. And then the pro, like what I teach my clients as a hypnotherapist is like, that's just a program you have running. I teach my clients and I was like, you have to look at your mind. It's a computer. You know, it's just hardware that's like been downloaded usually in childhood, right? That, that, uh, you know, zero to eight. So it was like, if you look at it like that and you take the emotionality out of it, right. I don't have enough. I'll be homeless. Like that thinking, like, it's just some, like, it's just a tape playing. Mm-hmm. And all we have to do is remove that tape and then put in a new one, right? Which is, you know, essentially what we can do in hypnosis. But I, I take the like emotionality and personal, like it's, it's not personal. It's just as if you were listening to a song on Spotify. Oh my God, I hate this song. The song's what you know, and you like flip out, right? It's like, it's just a song, right? It's just, just playing words, playing, change the song. And when I, when I like portray it like that, they're like, oh my God because we're so invested emotionally. So when I take it to like an above level and they look at it that like they're like, oh, and I was like, and you can do that with anything, right? If we're not even talking about money, but if like you have something playing, it's just a program that's on yeah. repeat. And you, and this is ultimately like the empowerment piece that I teach my clients. Like I will teach you, I teach hypnosis too on my last session us together. So like, I was like, you have the tools, you legit can rewire yourself. Like anything that comes up, you now know exactly how to rewire and deprogram and then put in the new program, you know? But once I like relate it like that, they're like, wow. Like I didn't, they didn't never think that like, that's how the mind works. And people get so empowered when you teach them the connection and how the mind works like that. I have found that like that gives them a deep sense of empowerment, right? It's just a lack of awareness or a lack of knowledge. But when you inform somebody, they gain power, personal power, right? Once they learn kind of how their inner workings are. And I'm sure you see that with your clients, like what you teach them and you show them what's connected and all that. They're like, oh my God, yeah, (laughs) you know? And that's some of my favorite work to do is just offering a perspective. Like my favorite thing to hear from one of my clients is I have never thought of that that way. I have never thought of that that way. And I'm almost like, now you get to. Now yeah. you get to do this in this different way. And that every time you choose that thought, every time you choose that, if I'm saying no to this investment, I'm saying no to my ability to pay it off or to create that income or whatever it is. The more times you choose that thought, because I mean, the, the old thought will still come up from time to time, right? That old feeling, that old fear. But the more that you redirect yourself and choose that thought, like you're actually changing the wiring within your brain, changing the way that your brain is shaped and can process information. And that to me is like the wildest thing that we were never taught how to use, like the magic that our minds are. 
And it's all about repetition. Yeah. That's it. If you can repeat, that's why you're saying like you've gotten Jen's program, right? And then you got out for like a month. You weren't having that re- re- like on repetition, on repeat, right? You got to get yourself in another program or you got to get in some kind of resource, right? And then after a while, that repetition integrates. And I teach my clients like you didn't just learn to walk once, right? You have like repetition. But once it locked in, you don't have to relearn how to walk every day or read or eat. It takes a minute. So it's yeah. like when you're reprogramming, you have to allow yourself the patience, right? It, you're recalibrating. And I was like, but once that locks in, you don't ever have to think about it again. Right. It just becomes you know? a piece of who you are the same way you've lived your life up until this point that you began healing or rewiring, right? Like it was all running on autopilot. You weren't aware of it. And then by stepping into awareness, you get to control that piece for a little bit, right? Like practice and repeat and strengthen and build. And then that gets to be your autopilot. Like, yeah, we were all just from a young age taught that like ease and freedom and health and wellness and like confidence and all of this stuff was status quo was what should just be running on autopilot. Like what a world we would live in. And how excited are you to be a part of the conversation that gets the shift that for women? Yeah. Right. Like, I feel like it's the honor of a lifetime Mm -hmm. to be a part of a woman's journey and just to be part of the conversation. Yeah. And I have had so many women come to me and this goes back to like your ideal client being you, who you were just maybe a few, a few months or a year back. I've had so many women coming to me just in that same state of like, I don't feel fully like myself in what I'm doing right now. Like I'm getting lost in this nine to five job that I don't love and like, and all that fear and just like getting stuck in that place. And then being able to watch them move forward and like go through all of the pieces and processes that I went through not so long ago. And then literally reshape their lives and reshape the way that they think and feel about themselves and thus like no longer being available to show up for anything less than everything that they truly desire. It's magic. I wrote that down actually, because I absolutely love that you have that on your bio. I'm pretty much magic. And so are you. I feel like if you ever open a shop, I feel like, you know, put that on a mug, put that on a a photo, a paper or something. And like that, every woman should have that. Yeah. Every woman, I want every woman to feel that way. I want every woman to know that power that, I mean, every person, but we specifically work with yeah. women just to open that, that door for them or like thin the veil, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. But like, I feel like, and one of my yoga teachers said this to me on my first yoga teacher training she was like it is like turning a key and unlocking something that once you open that door like you can you can never go back you can never put all that back in because your body knows the truth your mind knows the truth your being your soul knows the truth so when you start to get these tidbits of information and they land in your mind and then integrate into your body it really is like coming home to who you were I say this this is the tagline for one of my programs coming home to who you were before the world taught you who you thought you should be. Yeah. Because I tell that to my clients, if you look at a toddler, 
zero issues, zero body issues, zero confident issues. They don't give a shit. They are fully embodied. If they're upset, they're going to cry. They're going to throw themselves on the floor. They're going to show you, right? They're going to emote. If they're happy, you've never seen anything happier than like a joyful toddler, right? And I was like, that's the, that's the model that I use. I'm like, that's genuinely how people are. And then they get trained out of that state. And then essentially my work, your work, we are helping you unlearn so that you can come back to that genuine state that toddlers embody naturally. Yeah. Joy and freedom. And yes, also fun and play and fun and play and magic, magic. This is what I say to people all the time. I I still have obviously plenty of people in my life who are not on a spiritual journey or maybe don't necessarily understand. And I explain it all the time that like it, my journey and my process and what I am going through right now and this healing work and what I get to offer to other people, it makes life feel like magic. Like life is so much more fun than it was before I started moving in this direction. And I know that it's not going to be for everybody. And that's the other beautiful piece of this, like whatever you want to call it, like new age or unreligion sense of spirituality is that like you get to choose it for yourself. Like take what resonates and what people say, leave what doesn't, because it's not going to be the same for every single person. Like we are individualized beings and that we get to like that every piece of that puzzle, every piece of my spirituality, however I accept it to be is because I chose it. Not because somebody told me it was what I was supposed to think or supposed to feel or supposed to know or supposed to do, right? Like it all came from this place of learning bits of information that landed within me that I just knew was my truth. Yeah, exactly. Tell me, um, or us more about inward. Yeah. How many offerings and programs do you have? As of right now, I'm a Gemini. So I'm always working on a million projects. All <laughs> <at once. laughs> me I, was talk- I was just talking to somebody earlier about my husband and I having a conversation last night about how I have this toxic trait of not finishing things. <laughs> and I, are you a Manny to- Jen? Do you know your no, human I'm design? I'm a projector. Huh? Yeah. I'm a projector, but like I am a Gemini and like a Gemini through and through and through like the definition of a Gemini, I could be the spokesperson for it. So I have a million things going all at once. I'm constantly changing my mind. We were having this conversation about it last night. I have nine books right now that I have read at least a half or maybe three quarters quarters of that I have yet. (laughs) But do you eventually, do you finish them? Yeah, me too. I got like six going right now. And I'm like, I go to whichever one I need to fill up on and right, I eventually will right. finish it. Yeah. No problem. I guess that's another piece of my healing process that that gets to be okay. Right. Um, Who said you have to pick up one book and read all the way to the end? Like, let's change that narrative, right? Yeah. I'm a full, read as many as you I'm want. I'll never finish them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so right now, as far as programs, I have one-on-one coaching offerings, which is like my bread and butter. That's my, my favorite thing to do is just to get really in deep and personal with women who are in a space of just starting to traverse and making that more accessible. Um, because I did have a time and space where I really wanted to reach out for a one-on-one mentor, but I really couldn't afford it. So like, I try my best to like work with people how I can. Um, and where then, are you, where are people finding you for the one-on-one uh, Instagram. mentorship? 
Okay. All of my work is done through Instagram. I okay. also, in the sake of being really bad at finishing things, I have a website that is like 95% done that should be coming in the next month or so. <laughs> um, but then aside from that, I have a uh, do-it-yourself uh, mindfulness course. It's a seven module course. It's called Meet Your Mind. And it's basically everything that I know mm. from the science, like the the body side through yoga and through my nursing career of your nervous system and how to begin to sit with yourself and meditate and breathe and recalibrate to even get yourself to a place where you can go into those depths. Um, and it's a seven module course that walks you through your limiting beliefs, your fear, your anxiety, the way you speak to yourself, the way you think about yourself, retraining, um, working on what you desire. Um, it moves a little bit through like manifestation and it's a really beautiful process. That's the first program that I ever created. And I turned it into a, uh, DIY that you can add on coaching if you desire, or it's just there for people to move through however they choose. Um, and then inward is my current, uh, baby. It is mm. a very small, intimate, women's group container. I only accept somewhere between six and eight people, depending on the, the women that are coming in. I kind of decide as I go, whatever the flow is. Um, and it is a six week back to self-love container. So it is the journey of a relationship, but with yourself. So we start with the breakup, breaking up with everything that is holding you back from being in the relationship that you truly want to be in with yourself. And then it moves through like the first date, getting to know yourself. Um, we talk all about your um, like cyclical nature and honing in on that. We talk, I have um, a guest coach in guest coach come in who talks all about women's pleasure um, yeah, it's like, a, it's a really, really beautiful space that came together again, like, so just like seamlessly and cohesively. And I found the right pieces and the right people that I needed it. And I've ran it once so far and it was so, 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 so beautiful. Um, we move again from this breakup all the way through until you, the last day of the program is writing vows for yourself and stating them for yourself and having this. Molly, like, I love it. Yourself. Oh. Um, and because I firmly believe when I was creating this program, it was from a space of like, I want to create something, but I don't know what it is. And then I went to that space. What did I need a year and a half ago? What did I need two years ago? And it was to learn how to be in relationship with myself. And I have come to find that through doing that work, that relationship with self reflects out to your relationship with everything else, with your spouse, with your friends, with your family, with your business, with money, with your health, with your fitness, like it all boils down to that relationship with self. And once I got really, really serious about that, about learning to love myself the way I would want a lover or a friend to love me, that that's when I opened up this door to the self-confidence I needed to choose a path that felt really aligned for me and make bold moves and invest in myself and build a business and get really serious about my health and fitness. It was through this devotion to a relationship within myself. So now I created the space to offer that to other women. And it's a really beautiful, it's in a really beautiful setting because it's more of like a work. Each of the calls is like a workshop where yes, there's a bit of a lesson and I'll teach you. I'll, there's like a little bit of group coaching in the beginning, but then whatever subject we're on, we're also diving in and journaling about it and you're sharing and we're seeing each other. And like, everybody is moving through 
both sharing and listening and being that mirror. And it's just beautiful. Even being on Zoom and like seeing a woman share so vulnerably about something within herself and within her own journey and seeing all the other women like, yep, same here, me too. Like absolutely was so, so, so transformative. Um, And I like, didn't know what it was all going to turn into when I first started offering it. But after that first round, I was like, this needs to, this needs to keep going and it needs to grow. You know, what's funny is I study wealthy women, right. And I look for patterns and I, you know, I'm very success and wealth-minded and help women kind of um, shift through those limiting beliefs about their ability to attract and create wealth, you know, on the subconscious level. So I study wealthy women, especially their beliefs and their brain patterns. So many of them say that my worth growing and expanding is directly related for my self-love increasing like, and my self-worth increasing. And that I do a lot of work with women on, on the self-love piece too, because for a lot of women, it's very low, mm-hmm. their value and their worth is very low. So we do a lot to, to build that up, but yeah, numerous women have talked about my wealth is directly correlated to my love for myself. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I, I like to bring that to the conversation. Like people, if you're just money driven and all that, like it's, it's, simple, but complex. Like, how do you feel about yourself? I love, love this program. Your their whole world will change Yeah, whole world. If you relate to yourself differently and you heal that mm-hmm. you're unstoppable. Yeah. And you put yourself again in the space with women who are like dedicated and devoted to also doing the work because we have, yes, it's six weeks. We have two calls a week where we are together like that. And then we also have an ongoing boxer chat where I'll pop in there every single day and be like, who's practicing? Like whatever it was we spoke about on the the previous night, like there was this incredible conversation that happened. One of the calls is all around romanticizing your life and like bringing sensuality not just sexuality but sensuality to your life in like putting lotion in your on your body lighting candles for yourself like the things that you can do with your senses to bring yourself into a present moment so that you're actually experiencing your life on a moment-to-moment basis and the next day the group chat it was like so much fun it's like being at a slumber party (laughs) a bunch of your friends where like each girl is like, I went out and bought these essential oils and I have this candle burning and I'm cooking this and I have this music playing and just that like remaining in the energy with each other and forming sisterhood too. Like I didn't realize I was creating the space for when I did inward, the focus was on that relationship to self, but we also grew this beautiful relationship to sisterhood and to each other and through the process of like healing together in community is yeah. incredible because yes, I will always say you can do these sorts of things on your own. You can find this information, you can go and you can do the work, but to be able to experience the transformation with other women who are experiencing it alongside you, it's like nothing I have ever, ever, ever experienced before. That's so special. And I think connecting, reconnecting women with pleasure, because that's something that we've kind of been taught that, you know, we're not supposed to, but we're sensual beings just by nature. And a woman disconnected from that part is it's like cutting off your leg. You know, it's like, that's an essential part of your essence. So just in reconnecting women in that, in that area has profound effects. Yeah. It can be so 
triggering for some people, but like I firmly believe, and I will speak to my clients all the time. You, you cannot be a whole human being if you are denying your, your sexuality and your pleasure and the importance of that and the interconnectedness in with it to your spirituality and like how ingrained and conditioned we were a, away from that or just not taught about it period and not by anybody's fault of their own like our mothers were shamed even more than we were yeah shamed even more than they were so like it's not by anybody's fault but it's just been years and years and years of this conditioning that that's like wrong or gross or bad or taboo and I, that's why I love like diving into women in the space who are like owning that and owning yeah. that and that's their thing and that's what they teach because it's so important yeah, for sure. I think that you mentioned Taylor. I think that's something that she like, she's a lot, especially yeah. if you're like, that's a part that I work on consistently is practicing. Like it's okay to receive and experience pleasure and sensuality, you know, not just sexually, but otherwise as well. And so we have these, these women that come and show us like it's safe. Yeah. It's okay to own your sexuality and your sensuality. Like here, watch me do it. And like we talked about, like, it's that first, it's usually triggering, yeah. then it's calibrating, right? And then it's normalized. Like, of course, I'm a woman who experiences, gives and, and it receives pleasure. Like, duh, like, yeah. that's who I am, right? And it's very natural. Yeah, we're all human beings. And everybody does it. And every, yes. it's a necessity in our life. So like, to begin to lift that veil or that like, whatever it was that was standing in between us and acting as if that wasn't a normal part of, or like taboo or gross or whatever it is, the way that you looked at it prior. And it's a wild ride to go through that. I mean, like I said, she was triggering to me at first and there's plenty of other women in the space who are working specifically around sexual and pleasure healing for women. And at first I was like, how are you putting this on the internet? (laughs) Now I can't stop. And now I can't yeah. stop. Like, yes, girl. Get it. <laughs> and it's just some shifty beliefs inside. Yeah. That's all it is. Some yeah. funky beliefs. Yeah. Funky beliefs that were placed on us by a society that's been running ass backwards for far too long, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. And didn't even originate with us. That's another thing I teach my clients. I'm like, half the garbage in your head was never yours. Yep. You know, it was given to you by probably well-meaning adults or not well-meaning but it's your responsibility. Like I'm a big, big advocate for taking radical responsibility. I was like, you may not have put all that garbage there, but it is your responsibility to clean it up if you want to have the life that you want. So like, you know, and owning that piece, not your fault, but now it's up to you to do the work. If you're not changing it, you're choosing it. Like if you're you're not doing anything to change your, your belief systems around anything, around anything. And like, if you're not choosing to move away from that fear process, making choices out of fear, making choices out of anxiety, making choices out of this space of like, that doesn't feel good. That's one thing I teach my clients all the time. is like, when you are about to make a decision about something, get yourself into whether it is throwing on music and dancing for 15 minutes first, going outside and sitting in the grass, doing some kind of breathing exercise. If you are about to make a decision about something, I need you to be in the most energetically aligned place that you can and choose what feels good. It's that simple. Like what feels good right now to you? And then even your work with connecting them back to pleasure, because I'm sure a lot of women, they're like, I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. They're so disconnected that even if you give them the opportunity, right, they're confused or the analytical mind kicks in like, what's the right decision? What should I pick? Or like, yep. you know, not even be able, they're not even connected to that sensation of like, I don't know what feels good, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's the deeper work to do. Yeah. A hundred percent. I cannot tell you how many women I have sat down and had a conversation with and like level one is like, what brings you joy? Because we need to bring more joy back into your life because that's going to help you. As long as you're aiming to find joy in every single day, you are going to energetically right your vibration. And so many times people are like, I don't know what brings me joy. I'm like, that's how disconnected you are from this frequency is that you don't even know anymore what brings you joy because all of your choices have been made out of a state of fear or survival or thinking that you have to in order to like have to do this in order to receive this whether it be money or love or whatever it is accept acceptance by society right and we just get so disconnected from who it is we truly are and what that being wants so part of my job and part of your job is we reconnect women with themselves yeah. Like I wrote a few years ago and I was, um, I wrote out, like I own a multi-million dollar company supporting women in healing their relationship with themselves. Yeah. So like that was, I actually have it. Like I read it every morning. It's in my bathroom. And I was like, that's my vision and how I help them connect can look differently. Right. I'm a human that pivots and, you know, but ultimately like that's the center of the work I do. And, you know, talk about you bringing women home to themselves, but it was like healing that relationship heals everything. Everything else is just a symptom. Yep. So the work that we do, that inner work, you're going straight to the root and you get them realigned, you get them reconnected and there is nothing that they can't do, be or create. Yep. Yeah. And it takes like it sounds so simple, right? Like, and I had that fear when I was creating inward. I'm like, is anybody really going to want to like join this thing about just like getting to know who they are? Cause I'm sure most people walk around probably thinking that they do know who they are on. Yeah. Until you start asking them these questions and they're like, wait a second. Like they probably know what movies they like. Yeah. They probably, you know, they probably know that stuff. Right. They like like eat what kind of wine they like to drink. Right. (laughs) Their favorite restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. But the um, deep, the, the, what, and that's part of our, you know, having those conversations and asking those questions, what brings you joy? Yeah. Yeah. I'll ask like, what do you want? Like I have a lot of, I work with a lot of clients on success and wealth and I'd be like, I want a lot of money. And I'm like, Oh honey, what do you want? Give me some numbers. What do you want to do with that money? Like the specifics, right? Yeah. Like honing in on they're like, you know, or I want to have fun. I want to have, well, what brings you fun? I don't know. You know, so we're really like these facilitators of like just holding space and allowing them to reconnect and get to know like who they are. What do they want? Yep. Some of the deepest work I do with my clients. And it's something that I, again, with everything, walk myself through the process first is learning what my true values were Mm. in life. Like, what do I want my life to be based around? And for me, it's fun. It's freedom. It's wealth. It's love. And it's joy. Like those are the things that I admire in my life, right? Those are my five values. And now in my, I call it my old life, (laughs) like before, yeah, (laughs) before I went through this transformation in my own life, I was desperately trying to fit those values into moments of time around the life that I had built for myself out of 
fear of not having enough or not being enough or that this was all that I could achieve. And now the baseline of the work that I do with my clients and building my business is around that. Like every single day I am searching for fun, freedom, wealth, love, and joy. And if I am experiencing those five things every day, I'm successful. Yeah, that's a win. Yeah. And so teaching women to find what those values are, it's like, what do you want your life to feel like? Like, yeah, I also want a lot of money, right? Like I want to be able to hop on a plane and go wherever I want, whenever I want to do it. But what is the feeling that being able to do those things is going to bring me? And like the first thing that comes to mind is always freedom. Yes. You can feel that right now. I've got it. I don't know if you can, <laughs> it's like getting in the camera. Yeah, I see it. Like it's literally like tattooed, like it's very important to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's freedom. And how can you feel that freedom right now? How can you feel that joy right now? How can, and maybe it's not going to be as expansive as, as it is the first time you get on that first class seat and you're flying wherever you want, right? Like, but you can bring that emotion and that embodiment into your life right now. And that is what is going to energetically calibrate you to create more of that in the direction of those dreams that you want to create. So, and that's exactly what I do in hypnosis, right? We have that conversation and we get the clarity, like Mm -hmm. we get the unstickiness. What, what do you want? What does that look like? And then we drop in, I get them in a hypnotic state. And then essentially is I give them permission to allow themselves to feel that now. And then I take them on this journey, right? They didn't actually go anywhere. They're lying down with their eyes closed, but what they created inside is the most luxurious, well-filled experience And they gave their own self permission to feel that now before anything has changed in their outside life. And the more that we do that, right, the repetition piece, that's the calibration and the normalization, but it all is an inner experience and very much permission given. Like you've got to give yourself permission now to feel the wealth, to feel the freedom, to feel the luxury in order for you to create it or attract it, you know? So profound. One of the like craziest, I guess, like healing sessions I've ever done. It was a meditation session really, but we were um, looking at, I mean, looking at our timeline and it was in relation to money and the facilitator had us like go into meditation and then come up above our timeline of our life, like directly over where we are right now. And we were going back to money stories, like any stories in our past. And she had us go into like three different memories, right? Of times in our life that created the story that we have around money now, like memories that were attached to that. And we went in and like with each one, you like talked to that version of yourself and like brought her back up over the timeline with you. And then to transition into the reality that we can create a memory of the future before it happens, like to be able to go, she was like, okay, now we're going into the future. And I want you to like envision what that looks like for you. And I was able to, and I'm not like, that used to be really, really hard for me. It's like creating mm. this vision for myself. And I saw this full scene of me in the home that I want to build and like in the home office that I was in. And I was dancing, literally knowing that I was celebrating the publishing of my first book. Like that was what I saw. And I'm like, I just created a future memory within my mind and the power that has of like, if, it, if a vision, I say this all the time, that if a vision comes to you, it's meant for you. And yeah. like, there's nothing, there's no reason that you can't create that in your reality if you can create it in your mind. What so- I teach too is that vision, like what you did is 
I'll teach my clients that like when you have to have a vision or you're going nowhere, (laughs) you know? So that vision literally acts like a GPS, like in your map, you just told your subconscious mind that vision, right? Of the book and the joy in the house and all that you just said, this is where we're going. Now tell me, you know, how to get there. And if you hold tight to that vision and you really, you know, empower it with your energy and your belief, like your subconscious mind will get you there and you will live that moment. Mm -hmm. But like, that's like when you pull up Google maps, but you used your mind to tell your mind, like, this is the destination that I'm programming you to go. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. That's incredible. That's what visions do for people. I also love the sensation and I will have do this often with my clients also is like, let's go back to something that you've already manifested. So like Mm. I make it a practice, at least weekly practice, but I try daily to sit where I am right now and be like, what in my life right now is something that I envisioned six months ago. And I'm like working full-time for myself, X amount of clients under my belt, like all of these things that are happening, even the, the act of a year and a half ago, I guess it was, I was, saw somebody else on Instagram, like sitting in front of an altar meditating. And I was like, wow, I really want that. And now it's like, that's a part of my everyday life. Like there's so much proof in your life already of things that you have manifested without even necessarily recognizing that you were doing it because they seemed tangible and real and accessible to you. So like, that's the work of creating that vision. And then forming the beliefs that like, I can, I am am going there. I'm going there. I'm not trying to go there. I'm not maybe going there. This isn't just a a hope it happens situation. That's where I am going. I am creating. And the celebration piece, like the pausing, let me celebrate for past Maui. This was a dream come true. This was a vision, right? So you're really pausing to like celebrate her accomplishments, her achievements, because the Maui right now, you have a new vision, right? And it's like, if we don't ever stop and pause, we are doing a disservice to our past self. And we're now living the dream that was their dream, right? So it's, I I am 100% behind what you said. It's always an honoring of, you know, me six months ago that is living out this reality. Like it's showing her love, showing her respect and honor. Like we made it, we got here. I love you. Yeah. And like this moment matters, like it mattered to her so much months ago when she was dreaming about it. So like honor this shit because she was waiting for this to happen and now (laughs) speed past it and act like it's not a big deal. And I'm so glad you said that. If, if you're not like in awareness or conscious of it and it happens to me all the time as a new business owner, like you're constantly brain is going on like, what do, what's the next thing I want to create? What's the next thing I want to do? And so often I will have to remind myself like, oh my God, that huge thing happened yesterday. Like, let me pause right now. How can I celebrate this? Like, and I've gotten myself heavily into the habit of like, every time I cross any kind of milestone or goal or something that I had set for myself, I take myself out to dinner or take myself for a massage or take myself yes. somewhere because it deserves to be like all of our accomplishments deserve to be celebrated because they're all magic. It's all manifestation and it's all like you owning and embodying your power and making that thing come to life from your beingness. Right. And celebration, I feel like is so much a part of, we talk about fun and play and joy for me, like that's what celebration is. Mm -hmm. Like you're celebrating the moment. 
or the sunshine or the right, but it is joy and I, joy and celebration and play. I feel like are almost, you know, one in the same. Yeah. So when you bring in that celebration as an adult woman, like you going out to dinner, there has to be elements of joy in that, right? Like, like they're just so connected. Yeah. Yeah. And when you look at, um, like the scale of emotions on mm. like energetic frequencies too, yeah, all like actively practicing and, um, playing in those emotions are also all a state of elevating your energetic frequency by sitting in the celebration, sitting in the play, sitting in the joy. Like I say all the time, like me going out and like rollerblading around sunset is just as important piece of my work as showing up and marketing my programs because of that energetic frequency that I get from going out and playing and enjoying my life and being in my life instead of constantly trying to like create my life. And that's the, if you heard the saying, like the better it gets, the better it gets. Mm-hmm. Like, so when you hang out and that, those, that frequency, and then you magnetize all these awesome experiences, and then you continue to hang out in that frequency. And then those experiences get cooler. And it's like, that's the whole science behind, like my life just gets better and better and better and more joyful and more happy and more expansive. Like there's a legit science to that. So it's not just a saying people are actually embodying and living that. Yeah. And more and more people popping up every single day that are like, my life is actual magic. Like, yes. please believe me. <laughs> I know you have to experience it for yourself, but please, I'm trying to show you this thing that will yeah. all the abundance and the freedom and everything that you desire. If you just like follow me a little bit this way. <laughs> yeah. And just bringing them back to themselves, which is always, always the answer. All right, my love. It was such a pleasure. Thank you for yeah, saying yes. So I've so thoroughly much. enjoyed our conversation. I did too. This was a beautiful way to spend a Friday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, And I'm excited for those downloads that you got around the nursing and all that. Like, Oh, me too. That's incredible. I need something with this. hundred percent. I hope you have a wonderful weekend, sweetheart. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do share it with another woman who could benefit from its message. Also, if you feel inspired, please do leave a five-star review. It helps support the show and gets our message to more women. If you're interested in becoming a client for transformational coaching or a hypnosis session, you can find me at amityrose.co to read more about what I do and how to work with me. Don't forget to add me on Instagram. I am Amity Rose for daily content and inspiration. As always, thank you for being here and I love you.